let me let me put let me start to restart here right now again now that everything is working and you guys are here hi Bidwaini, hi you guys so welcome hey. in i'm very excited to bring this community a little bit closer together and i'd like to introduce to you this health first podcast that we're doing it's a resource to level up your health skill and can we have some hype in the chat? This is the first the first episode together with Grace. I'm very hyped. Her dogs are hyped too. <laughs> hype, 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 you guys. And if you have any questions, always feel free to ask in the chat. I, I'm not sure if I can get right to the questions, but I'll try my best to get to them as soon as possible. So first of all, I'm, I, who's this guy? I'm Marcel. I'm a yoga teacher as well. I'm teaching online. And I'm also a computer scientist. And my goal is to bring more health and awareness to you guys to connect this awesome community here on Twitch together a little bit more. So welcome in you guys. Very much happy about that. So about Grace, she's practicing yoga since 2000. She's having a very professional, slow teaching style. I, I like it a lot and i encourage you everybody in here to take a class with grace she's very great and in our right corner here right now in our right corner grace yoga welcome in <laughs> hi thank you so thank you for having me thank you so much marcel for for putting this podcast together for starting this series i think it is absolutely a benefit for the Twitch community to have you do this. And I think it helps bring us together even more. And I'm super excited to talk with you this morning. So thank you thank so you. much. Thank you so much. Uh, the pleasure is on my side for having you today. So how are you, Grace? Are you good? I'm good. Excited? I'm honestly, I was a little well, I'm kind of pumped slash excited slash nervous. And I even had to jump on Twitch just before this to kind of, well, kind of put it out there, out there, like, hey, we're having this podcast, come join me, but also to help me kind of settle my nerves a little bit, just being a little bit nervous uh, and excited, mostly excited. That's great. So that's, that's how great. I am this morning. I did a little bit of meditation this morning. Awesome. So yeah, uh, to let everybody know a little bit more about your journey so far in yoga, um how did you let's let's get a little bit started slowly right how did you first get into contact with yoga how did i first start out with yoga was um my first yoga class was actually in 2000 ish um in college i took it as an elective so it was a three-month yoga class twice a week an hour and a half every uh, every class. And that's how I got introduced into yoga. Good. And what kind of style was it back then? Do you remember? Um, yeah, it was um, Hatha Yoga, the Iyengar way is the book that we started with. And so we used a lot of props. We used blocks and straps and um, blankets just to support us in our postures and what i really liked about that class it took us from like 
the beginning, yes, but by the end, but like by the middle and end, I noticed I was able to do things that I wasn't able to do before. I thought that was a pretty good way to get into yoga. I see. I see. Yeah. All right. Do you think that's still still a good way to get into yoga today, like with Hatha Yoga? Or do you think other styles would also be good or could could consider a way to get into yoga? No, I think that I think that there are other styles like they're like everybody is different, right? Everybody like is unique and has their own unique like bodies, the ways of thinking, um, needs. And so I think uh, other types of yoga would be perfectly fine. I'm going to get my little grace yoga mug here with my peppermint tea in it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Maybe we'll but get... yeah, I know there's <clears throat> like the hot yoga yep. um, uh, over here where I had tried sunstone yoga is what it was called. And it's a form of, it wasn't Bikram yoga, but it was a form of it. And I had tried that and I don't sweat like very well myself. I don't sweat very easily. And, um, but that was really great for me in that I was able to like, basically like be in this hot room and just dripping sweat where otherwise I wouldn't do it. Now for me, I would not do that regularly. And I yeah. definitely wouldn't do it like in super hot seasons. Yeah. I think it's something that really needs to be, um, it depends on the person. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and it depends on the season yeah. anyways, but that's basically what yoga is about. It's so, there's so many different styles sure. of it. Yes. Yeah. 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 So first of all, I, I like to go a little bit more individual. What does yoga mean to you? Oh, um, well, yoga for me is, has, has become a way to stay fit physically as well as mentally like both ways yeah um when i first like when i was a kid i didn't even know what yoga was i had no idea what it was in fact when i was five years old uh i was just sitting on the floor at my grandmother's house like cross-legged like just sitting in an easy seated pose and my grandmother came around the room like into the room and she said, don't do yoga. Well, I wasn't doing <laughs> yoga. I wasn't. Um, but she had kind of scolded me for like thinking that I was doing yoga. And so I had struggled like, well, what does yoga, what is yoga first? That's what piqued my interest in yoga to begin with. And then um, as it's developed, as I've been in yoga all these years, uh, 20 years and, you know, Plus, as the years go by, um, it's become something more than just physical fitness. It's been like a, like a mental awareness and a way to even cope with stressful situations. Sure. Yeah. I can relate to that. Exactly. So next question, why did you choose the name Grace Yoga? I mean, I'm curious about that. Well, um, because yoga is not about being perfect. It's 
-hmm. I wanted to create a company for yoga that, that kind of said up front, come as you are. And there's no, like, you don't have to look like the perfect postures that you see in magazines. Like you don't have to look like that. And it's uh, something that actually opens it up to everyone. Start where you're at, just know where you're at right now is exactly right. You're exactly perfect just the way you are right now. And so with that grace, that's that, that grace that kind of meets us where we are. And that's why I decided to call it grace yoga. And so now people call me grace. Even my friends call me grace, even though that's not really my IRL name. Awesome. So might you introduce uh, to us our dogs quickly? Because maybe not everybody oh, yeah. knows is... your dogs. Yeah. This is Guinevere. Guinevere. Uh, and back there is Benjamin. He's being good right now and, and not taking a bath on screen. So that's good. <laughs> I always get nervous about Benjamin. Uh, Guinevere, she's 14 or going to be 14 in November. So she's, she's been with me for a long time and we fell in love at first sight. And, um, I feel like I rescued her cause she was the <laughs> oldest puppy in the like I did get her from the store, like from the pet store, yep. but she was on clearance on discount and she was <laughs> the oldest puppy in the store. And, um, she was depressed. I could tell she's getting embarrassed, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was, she was the oldest puppy in the <laughs> store and I saw her face. She wasn't even like looking at like out. She was like, showing her back away from everybody and i was like and it said do not tap on glass like on the her cage do not tap <laughs> on glass and i'm like <laughs> and i tapped on the glass and then she turned her face and looked at me and like our eyes met and we became friends instantly and i said you are going home with me today Wonderful. like right now i didn't even <laughs> hold her i went to the i went to go to the cashier and i said i want that i want that dog <laughs> wonderful <laughs> and yeah, yeah yeah i started filling out the paperwork and they said no no don't do that don't <laughs> fill out the paperwork until we tell you because she'd already had her rabies shots and for dogs like to have them so young probably meant that she might have been exposed right and maybe unhealthy and they wanted to make sure to disclose that to me before i started but i didn't care i did not care I wanted her and I didn't hold her. They, uh, so er, the transaction was done. I bought her. Once we got in the car, opened the box, she popped up and we're together all the time now. Awesome, Grace. So, yeah, the wonderful to meet Benjamin and Benevere and as well. And let's go on here with another question. So you, ha you have been into a teacher training for people that don't know. Uh, we, are, we are yogis are going into teachers teacher trainings before we start to teach right we need to get certificates and so on and you kind of go into your advanced 300 hours teacher training if i understood it right and you went in there last week and i kind of want to know okay what did you get back already from it did you uh, learn something new physical or more like theoretical or yeah a little bit about that yes the it's it's actually just kind of 
like yoga is kind of like an onion, how there's lots of layers. Like you can just peel one layer back and there's more. And it's like a never ending onion is what it feels like to me. And we went, we discussed more into like the Bhagavad Gita mm -hmm. and the yoga sutras of Patanjali. And we talked about um, like what, like if we talk about the, the Bhagavad Gita, for example, we actually read the first chapter together. And that was so interesting to me because I have not read the Bhagavad Gita. I've heard about it. And, I've, and I know in some yoga teacher 200 hour, it's a requirement for you to read that. But in the, one, in the school that I went to, we did not have to read the Bhagavad Gita. Mm -hmm. However, last weekend, we went and read the first chapter. And it, was, it really resonated with me. It starts out on the battlefield. You know, you have like good versus evil or, and, and it's like starts there. And then you have this one person that is looking at this and he sees on both sides, fathers, sons, like family. And he starts, he's like, I don't want to fight. I don't want this fight to happen. I don't, I don't want to. And then the, there's a commentary on it, right? So the, the version that I'm reading uh, has a, uh, someone who's commented on it and it says this guy's compassion really was false compassion because there really was evil that needed to be uh, taken care of and so that and and so it's not just talking about this like outside what's going on in the world it's it's also talking about inside yeah we have a battle going on inside Yep. And so like whenever it comes to like, oh, something as simple as should I, um, should I, I'm really trying to do better, say for my diet, for example, just example. Uh, and I know my blood sugar is kind of <laughs> giving me trouble. So okay. should I have that? Should I have the chocolate chip cookies or not? So that, I mean, even to that level of battle within, so I'm not yep. talking about like heavy, you know, it doesn't have yep, to be yep. heavy, super, anything like that. But, but even speaking to that, I'm like, wow. So we have, what it tells me is that we have a choice mm -hmm. and it's a real battle. Even something as simple as chocolate chip cookies, you know, if it's not good for us, should we do that? I don't know. Just gets me thinking up here. Um, any other questions about like that? about my training no that's 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 all right that's for now I quickly wanted to inform you what exactly is the Bhagavad Gita so the Bhagavad Gita is a book from within a book uh, the bigger book is called Mahabharata and Bhagavad Gita is about Dharma Vestic Bhakti Moksha and Moksha is about freedom from the samsara so you want to gain freedom from samsara and samsara is the cycle of death and rebirth the text covers jnana, bhakti, karma, and raja yoga, and all of them can lead you to samsara. The Yoga Sutras of Pantachali is the other book. 196 expressions of truth about the theory and practice of yoga covers this book. And Patanjali defines yoga as having eight components. So eight limbs of yoga. We're not going uh, more into into the topic of Bhagavad Gita now, but it's sure a really really great topic to talk about maybe in a future podcast episode. So um, 
I'd like to invite you to come to the main topic of today a little bit more, which I just decided uh, up front this lesson, but don't worry, we'll get through this together. <coughs> Sorry. Which is uh, back to a beginner's mind, coming into your beginner's mind right now. So as you, as you would imagine, kind of starting back out of yoga. And I like to ask a question to you. What were some things you'd, you'd love to know if you could go back in time and kind of tell yourself about yoga? What would you have wished to know about yoga when you started off? Yeah. So when I first started, I came with the approach that yoga was um, something that was anti-religion or it was a religion. It was against my own religion because of my grandmother, right? She, she kind of put that imprint in my own mind. Oh, wow. um, and so as I went through and I was really curious uh, when I went to college and took the yoga class, I was kind of nervous. Even when I went through my yoga teacher training 200, I was nervous. I'm like, are these things going to, these, these ideas going to challenge me so much that I change so much? Um, and maybe just some reassurance that, um, yoga is, doesn't, it can be what you want it to be. It does not have to be, it does not have to change your, your foundation, who you are, but it will in a way challenge you in certain ways, like in, in good, positive ways, physically, um, it will challenge you to if you would like, it's, it's so, it's something that's so fluid and you can make it what you want. So if I could, if I could tell myself something, um, that it helps a lot with just coping with stress, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it helps, um, with things like, um, even the physical aspects of our being, yep. I've read many times that it helps lower blood pressure, just like overall benefits. I uh, wish I would have known that and also meditation. I wish I would have known that meditation is not just sitting still in silence or it doesn't have to be. And just like there are so many forms of yoga, there are so many forms of meditation, which is a part of yoga yeah. and anybody can start yoga. It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey because we're all on a journey here. Exactly. It, I had a, um, actually one of my doctors, uh, here in the U S told me he's, if he would, he would also teach yoga after his day of practice, like medical practice, he would actually teach yoga classes afterward. And he told me that it, you don't have to do those poses and be in like the, the full expression of the pose. Right. So if we're like doing like this <clears throat> goal mukhasana, which means cow face pose or cow head pose. <laughs> yeah. If you can't touch your fingers behind your back, you don't have to, you, he said, you just go to where you feel like that. Not too, not too easy, not too hard. You just go to where it feels right for you. And that you get the same benefit as someone doing the full expression of the pose. I thought that was really cool. Awesome. Very, very great. Um, and 
so so glad also Vanternacht mentions it's it's all about the intention right so there's some kind of song kalpa to it right uh, maybe you like to a little bit explain about what Sankalpa is for you, and then we go yeah. further. Wow, Sankalpa. And I've gotten different, um, different views from it. Um, I am an insight, I'm on insight timer as a yoga nidra guide. And the Sankalpa, what that is for people who do not know what Sankalpa is, it is a affirmation it's an intention and so sankalpa is sanskrit for for those words for intention affirmation and the way you practice sankalpa is you come up with a very short positive statement said in the present tense something that you want to see happen in your life maybe it could be something that you want to happen in like three months in a year or in a week. I mean, time is kind of, it's like whatever you feel is realistic for you. And then you come up with something that you, that you would like to happen in your life. So for example, if I wanted to be uh, healthier, um, then maybe the Sankalpa would say, I am, I am healthy. So you have, you have to say it in present tense. And then you imagine yourself being and feeling healthy. Like, what would it feel like? What would it be like? How would you emotionally feel about it? You kind of think about these things. Like, imagine you were watching yourself on screen, on like in a movie, mm -hmm. ideally, how you would imagine yourself. And what, what would that be like? Vicariously live like that. And when you do that, you actually invite those things to happen in your life yep because we can wake up in every morning and we can say oh man this day is gonna be rough you know we can start off like that and then the day throughout will probably be rough mm -hmm. is it or is it... something can happen and we take it in that way or we can wake up and say you know what i'm excited about today I'm grateful for today. And then I start thinking about what can I think about that I'm grateful for? I'm grateful for my pets, I'm grateful for my husband, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful that I have food for today. You know, just th things that we're grateful for right now. And then thinking about those things, then that sets, that sets our day up for positiveness, positivity, good experiences. And then if something were to come in there, say a hammer comes in and be like, crash, it's it's less jarring because you're on your rock. You're on your firm foundation. Yep. And so, practicing it consistently um, actually creates, thinking on those things consistently creates a positive roadmap in our brains. So if we imagine like this field of green grass and Maybe some people start walking through that field in one direction and imagine these people are thoughts and the green grass is our brains. And so those thoughts, if they're negative, will make this path. And if we keep thinking negative, that path will turn into a road, into a super highway if we keep thinking that way. And the same thing works for positive thoughts. If we keep thinking positive thoughts, then those in the green grass, it will become a road. It might become 
train tracks. It might become, and then thinking along those pathways becomes easier and easier and easier. And we can change. I have experienced change in my life because I used to think more negative and more depressed thoughts and was able to change myself by being dedicated to those positive thoughts and practicing those positive thoughts. And it creates a much better, for me, a much better life experience. Awesome. Does awesome. that answer your question? Yeah. Uh, I have one more thing I want to uh, connect uh, to that. Um, what do you think about, can a Sankalpa also be a question that you ask yourself? Or do you think? I think, I, I think it needs to be a, more affirmation like statement yeah 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 it needs to be a statement of present fact like you can ask the question for sure to mm. lead yourself to that that fact because when you say it it has to be with a feeling of conviction it can't be like am i happy for today <laughs> well that's just the inquiry right um that's just the inquiry to get us to, am I happy for today? Well, yes. Well, why, why am I happy? And then you can start thinking, and then that, that turns into, I am happy. Sure. A really good one is that I've practiced before is I create positive experiences. I accept positive experiences. And that, that is another, like I'll sit in meditation as I breathe in, I will say, I invite, positive experiences and then as i exhale i i create positive experiences kind of practice that as a meditation and, and kind of mixing meditation and sankalpa together wonderful yeah very wonderful um i i think about uh, going back some steps right now and going back mm -hmm. to where you were mother said to you um or your grandmother i'm not sure um yeah. said to you um oh yoga is religion <laughs> yoga is connected to religion uh could you go a little bit into this and elaborate on that on what your knowledge changed kind of like your thinking about religion and yoga and how these are connected or how these are not connected right you... They in sure in in my experience, and I'm just talking about my own experience here. To me, um, they both like religion and yoga both speak to the soul, like our true inner light of awareness, and that I think is where the like the confusion happens. Um, I think, and and I think people have gotten scared they're like oh well we don't don't mess with that you know that is your inner light of awareness is only for this yeah. religion and yeah. it can't be for anything else and what yoga kind of speaks to is that we uh, we realize and we start to recognize that we are the observer of our thoughts mm -hmm. we are not our thoughts we are the yeah. observer um and i can't really speak too much about religion uh and all of that too much other than um, other than that it's like a trust, a faith, you know, a faith in something greater than ourselves. And I can see how some 
some people in my family, you know, and not my, not my current family. I'm talking about like my grandmother's comment when she said, uh, 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 don't be doing that yoga. And she might've even called it yogas. Don't be doing that yogas. I know she was well-meaning, but that may have come from a place of fear, not knowing what it was and not knowing like the health benefits. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I, but I think that just being open-minded, um, mm -hmm. but I've always been kind of an, an open-minded person and curious about things and and wanted to stay busy. And um, I was also really overweight as a child, like super overweight. I was like five, um, in like when I was in fifth grade, um, I was about 12 years old. I weighed almost 200 pounds back then. And I feel like, and kind of going back to your question about what, what would I wish I had known? I kind of wish I had known yoga was okay at that early stage in my life, because I don't think I would have, I would have allowed myself or I would have had tools to be able to develop myself more healthy yeah. and have a more balance in my life. And yoga does bring that balance. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'd like to speak with the chat for a moment and tell you guys if you have any question towards Grace you got or towards me or kind of uh, create a discussion between us you're now free to ask questions and you have been free before as well and I'll give you some more time we are going to close it in about 20 minutes probably 15 minutes kind of like this and before there are questions coming in, if there are any questions coming in, I'd like to ask you another question. And mainly, hmm, I'm kind of deciding right now. Um, for, for a beginner, let's say this, for a beginner, when a beginner starts practicing, what kind of health benefits uh, this beginner will see first, like, like kind of like yeah. an expectation for these beginners when they start uh, practicing, what kind of benefits will they see first in their practice? Um, well, I can, ex I can speak to what I experienced first. Um, but I also think that everyone's experience is going to be different. So sure. if you do not experience what I experienced, it's okay. Yeah. Just know sure. that your journey is your own and and, and that's perfectly fine. Um, for me, when I first started, I would start to notice my body would start to adjust. Like I would start to get pops in my, maybe in my back and my shoulder and knees. And it wasn't from doing um, like vigorous postures, like warrior one, warrior two. Um, I was just sitting there in this cross-legged pose and like I would relax. Yeah. And because my muscles would relax, it would allow my bones to adjust back to where they were supposed to be. So I would awesome. get like this. I would just be sitting and then, you know, like, like, and I'm like, oh, wow. You know, it was just, it was that I didn't know I was holding tension in my body until I just let go. And awesome. that was amazing. That's, but that that's was my experience. Really... And again, everyone's different. And that's what in my yoga classes that I teach here on Twitch, um, I definitely invite anyone to ask questions during the class. I think this Twitch community has been so amazing at 
um, banding together and uh, supporting each other. Sure. And I'm yeah. excited to hear some of the questions that they have out there. Um, sure. I'm excited to see where all of this is going. It, and it feels like we are doing something really important, that we're pioneers here on Twitch in this yoga fitness streaming community. It really does. And it's exciting to be a part of. Yeah, exactly. So first of all, we have a, a little question from Monvon um, who asks, how many years have you practiced yoga? How many, oh, years. how many years I've practiced yoga? It's been since 2000. It might've been even 1999, but you know, when I say 99, it's like, dang. That's a really long time ago. Like for some reason, 1999 sounds way longer than 2000. So for 20 plus years. Um, then, Thank you for your question. Yeah, Monvon asks another question. What are the best poses for, for a beginner? And it depends on a person's yeah. uh, physical uh, stamina. It depends on Definitely. Like, where are they at? But I would always start with the breath. I would just mm -hmm. the awareness of the breath like and letting the breath like fill the entire body. I would start with, because so often we're kind of like this, you know, at our computers or like this on our phone. Mm -hmm. And this posture right here is one of like, where we're like guarded. We're, we're, like yep. we're like closing. Protection. Yep. So I would work on like, just rolling shoulders back and down, focus on getting the breath down into the belly and expanding the ribs out. I would just start there with the breath. And then if you can start there, then maybe the next one would be to start to, you know, start these postures where you like send your arms up and over, maybe mm -hmm. interlace fingers, exactly. stretching like this. Yeah, it's exactly. very simple, easy, gentle. So to to um, give a little bit more information to that, I think that when you start breathing deeply, right, you correct your posture, as you said, but uh, the other way around is just correcting your posture and then breathing. But I think the way, the real way is with your breath, correcting your posture. So a lot of, a lot of information kind of like says sometimes like, oh yeah, bring your shoulders back, bring your chest a little bit out, bring your chin a little bit back. Right. But I think in my opinion, it's more like breathing in, into that. And when you're breathing into that, this happens automatically. What do you think about that? Do you agree? With no, that, I think or? it's, yeah, I agree. I think that's a really excellent way to explain it to a complete beginner, not to force, because it's not about forcing. We're not forcing our shoulders back. When you do bring the breath into the belly and into the front of the chest, and you allow, yoga is all about the breath and allowing the body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. So we have a question from Wantanart. I, I must say, I don't understand it completely right now but uh, I read it to you, probably you will understand it. So let's go. Grace, how do you balance that I teach yoga and I'm an angel and do nothing wrong stereotype? Um, I'm young and have struggled with this and balancing myself. Uh, balancing what? I couldn't hear. Balancing myself. 
Uh, no, no, no. the whole question. I, I uh, try the... to be myself when possible and try to remain the same person, room full of everyone who knows me. How do you balance the, I teach yoga and I'm an angel and do no wrong exactly. stereotype. Okay, I got it. I got it. Thank you, Vantana. Um, well, no, you just, you be yourself. I mean, yeah. because, and I, there was a meme posted on my, on my book and I, it might've been uh, dragon blue goth who posted it or kittens mm -hmm. kilos kung fu. I can't remember who posted it, but it, it was like the different views of a yoga teacher to your, to your family. You do, it had like a picture, like you do this to your students you look like this. And, and that picture was like this person, like way up on a mountaintop, like meditating probably for hours, you know, and it is so enlightened and everything. But I mean, um, I think for me, the way I balance it is just to find joy. I'm not trying to put myself out there as like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm this big yoga. This. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, awesome. So you guys, um, thank you for your questions. And if you have any more questions, always feel free to reach out to us, right? And yeah, I'm really happy about that, that uh, little um, conversation we had right now in this po first podcast. As I said, if you have any more questions, feel free to visit our discords. And we will be going into a little bit of a voice chat. If you want to go and chat with us afterwards, the people can join us in and can chat with us directly. If you like to say something to us or if you have more questions. And then there's a last question for you today, Grace. Uh, mainly, how can people find you uh, on the internet? Graceyoga.net gracyoga.net that is my yeah that's my um that's my website and i have an instagram i have facebook but i am most available like and twitch of course i have all my about information on my twitch page um, and it points to all these different things about me awesome and that's how they can find me awesome so. So, uh, guys, next week we're up with FlexiTiffy. And thank you again, Grace Yoga, for being here, by the way. Thank you so much. Thank Can you. we have some, uh, some claps in the chat? Thank you so much. <laughs> and... Yay, chat. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Hype. Next, next week we have on the 31st, this is Friday, we will have FlexiTiffy here. And we will be... He's, she's a very passionate yogi and I'm excited to have you here. She will, uh, or we will speak about aerial yoga and kind of like discover a little bit more about, hey, what's aerial yoga? And, uh, you know, there's so many different types of yoga around. So, yeah, we'll discover a little bit more about that, get more about that, uh, get more info there. And, yeah, this was the first Health First podcast. And I'm very excited to have so many people here already. And if you'd like to join in again live next time, we are here at www.moment.yoga slash twitch. Can just enter that link and come by. And we are leveling up your health skill. 